this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Matrimony. Larry King, um, famous uh, newscaster and anchor, uh, is divorcing his seventh wife. And nobody is asking about the sanctity of marriage now that he's divorced and throughout seven women from his he's life. He's been married eight times. Well, he yeah, married this one last, bitch twice. Yeah, this last girl he married twice. They've been married for 22 years on and off. So he married her twice. Ooh, I want to do that in my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we break up, we broke up. <laughs> girl, you seeing new people? Me too. Um, <laughs> but I want to know um, why the people that want to show up whenever two boys are kissing and say that we are fucking up the sanctity of marriage have nothing to say about Larry King fucking up the sanctity of marriage. Big girl from Indiana, Indianapolis. I don't even know what it's called. Wow. Uh, We're starting there. Indianapolis. (laughs) Toledo. Okay. Sweetie. (laughs) The girl that was blaming drag queens last week. Where you at now? Yes. Yes. Steve King. Iowa. No. Fish. They've been elected for 40 years up there. She was like, um, we're ruined. Gay people are ruining marriage after the man shooting. Shooting, yeah. Yeah. Her name's Steven. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, Diane. I don't know. <laughs> Can straight people help me figure out what the sanctity of marriage really means if it's okay for you to have seven wives and no one says a word about that, but I can't have one husband? Tell me what the sanctity of marriage really means. That is this week's episode of this. Uh, yeah, we're just going to end it there. <laughs> like, I am sh- honestly, truly. <laughs> I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the spicy Popeye's chicken sandwich, b.k.a. the driver of mini boats. Joe <laughs> <laughs> dumbass. You finna drive a lot. Of, you finna drive a lot of fucking boats. I'm trying to... Swipe the fan and hit you with the fan at the same time. Violence. Um, no top domesticated. Violence. No top violence. We don't do that. Here. Um, my name is Ronald Matters, BKA the Kim Kardashian of Bottom Reform. Okay, you was her last week. I'm her every week. Bottoms. Look, we need a category. You see, uh, shout out to um, Homegirl just got up here to deliver a category. No spoiler Electra. alert right now. No spoiler alert right now. Well, you just referenced. Okay, cool. <laughs> But we got a long way to go. No, Cassie. <laughs> Cassie don't. Cassie got to the destination. First off, that's where y'all should hope to get to. Cassie dumped a nigga that didn't give a fuck about her, and then got with one and wrote her a the fucking IG post on Twitter or something like that. Got a lot of money. He's non-problematic. He wants all the best for her, their future children. She's already pregnant. That's where. That's the destination that Bottoms need to. Anyway, we got a long way to go. You can find me on the reviews of Dick Yelp. If you don't know what Dick Yelp is, look it Shout up. Shout out to our Patreon. We told them weeks ago. <laughs> but I'm, I'm reviewed there as well. Cool. Um, our icebreaker this week is, would you be comfortable doing drag in public? No. <laughs> Why? Just the expected persona because I'm feminine. Uh, You're feminine? What? Um, stigma. No, so not you do the stigma. Not due to, not, I want to say not do the stigma, but I really don't want to do it. It's so it's like I've never, I've never really wanted to do drag. I admire it, um, but and you know I've watched 
15, 16 seasons of Drag Race. The pro, the giving for a whole bunch of money to drag you, queens across the country, you know. So, but no, like no, I respect them for what they do, but I don't want to. Okay. Um. And then also like I don't want to. And then like other girls are like your head is too big to be trying to put a wig on. And like bitch, I knew that already. But thank you for telling me, <laughs> bitch. I knew that already. But thanks, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. You know how many damn palettes we'd have to use to try to cover your face. I knew that, but thanks. I knew that, but thanks. Yeah, my my, um, my makeup artist has his work cut out for him. Um, oh, so you're doing drag? I am doing... I am going to be gender flexible. I'm going to be gender flexible. Tell me more. Uh-huh. So, Thursday, in case any of y'all do not know about the Impulse event... August um, 22nd. August 22nd at 6 p.m. Um, we're doing a extremely wonderful, popular... Drag experience. Amateur drag. <laughs> Very clear. Amateur drag. Now, the, the the girls that are competing in the drag competition are amateurs, but but it is hosted by professional drag oh, queens. Okay. Shaquita Lee and Citrine. So they are professional. Thank God. Um and some of the members of the voting board are professionals or previous professional Thank drag queens. God. But the rest of us girls that you may see up on stage. Amateur. <laughs> Do I go with these earrings or these earrings? Somebody help me. Oh, I didn't think about earrings. Ah. <laughs> Shit. Sweetie, I'm wearing my look. first pair of heels, y'all. So if you are in the DC area, check out my Twitter or check out my oh no, mm. uh, check out my Instagram <laughs> and oh. Facebook, uh, and you'll see the flyer. Or go over to Impulse DC's uh, social media, and you'll see the flyer for our drag event on Thursday. I will be wearing my first pair of heels in life. The last time that I tried on heels, they were my mama's. I was about five or six, and she told me to get my ass the fuck up out of them. Amateur. <laughs> uh, I want to give all honor and glory to Wendy Williams because <laughs> I, I too know the struggle of being a bigfoot bitch. Why she be scooting out? <laughs> Try to put your feet. In stilettos, I know why she just wear gym shoes now. And now it's time for hot topics, and then she scoot her ass over there to the feet. And don't get the fuck back up till it's, it's questions. And then the she, they change her into flats for that part. I understand her pain. I just want y'all to know that as well. Um, August twenty second. Where are we going? August twenty second. City Winery, six p.m. Uh, open bar as per usual with any impulse event. Get your tickets online. Get your tickets online. Required. First come, first serve. When Required. the drinks are out, when they have run out of tequila, gin, and cognac, girl, you missed it. Get there at 6 p.m. That's and then you got to watch your amateur drink sober. <laughs> you got to watch it sober. Well, it's City Winery. You can also, you can buy your drinks. It's the precursor to my birthday. I don't want to see nobody. Uh-uh. Some of y'all, I don't. I wonder what AJ would look like with a gray silver wig. Silver mane. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think AJ's going to turn it. We'll see. Come to the event. He's got to turn it. Come to the event and you will see who turns it and who flops. Yeah. Um, Our word of the day this week is hypergamy. Who? Hypergamy. There you go. Hypergamy. Hypergamy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Hypergamy. H-Y-P-E-R-G-A-M-Y Hypergamy Colloquially referred to as marrying up or gold digging Occasionally referred to as a higher gamey, higher gamey 
is a term used in social science for the act or practice of a person marrying a spouse of higher caste or social status than themselves or basically marrying a nigga because he's rich puff daddy and lori harvey Mm. So or, they said Lori Harvey was Or Cassie out. and P. Diddy mm. Or the co-founder of Twitter Cassie and the co-founder of Twitter mm. Oh okay mm. uh, And me and any <laughs> nigga that I marry Because <laughs> he's gonna be richer than me At there least in something um Conversation on the internet That um White people have been doing it for generations yeah. And so now that Lori Harvey is doing it, and y'all holding it against Puff Daddy. That's unfair. Um, and Are they yes, engaged? They're dating. Yeah, we know they're dating. And so they're like, "Yes, Steve Harvey's cool with." Because you know there was a vacation mm-hmm. with um, Steve Harvey, Lori Harvey. What, no, what's his wife's name? Mar- Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie Harvey and Puff Daddy and the the twenty two year old. But also Puff Daddy, that's your twenty two year old son's ex girlfriend. And so when you're like 45 and dating your 22-year-old son's ex-girlfriend, what does that look like? Messy. We knew that they... Money. Uh, <laughs> something, because she ain't going to say no. So, hi... Who? Hi, hi, hi me. That. <laughs> well, again, we knew Steve Harvey was messy anyway. We knew Steve Harvey would do anything for a dollar. So, that ain't new. Thank you guys so much for supporting this ghetto-ass podcast. Ooh, <laughs> moving on. <right> along. <laughs> we are. Because it's late AF. <laughs> Um, we are made possible by the funds from Ronald Matters and the Superman's Pockets. So, um, it would be greatly appreciated that if you follow this podcast and listen to us every week and we provide colorful commentary and or affirmation and or information and or news that you don't get anywhere else, that you could get over to our Patreon where you could get exclusive content, um, for at least $1 a month. Um, this week on Patreon, we talked about Ooh. performing tops. So I'm gonna leave it there. If oh, you would like that content, <laughs> please. If you would like that content, you can get over to our Patreon, which is gonna be a link in our description. And for a dollar a month, you can support this podcast and keep this black gay ass podcast alive. Okay, I have a confession. Cool. So I was um, not signed in, and I was looking at all the stuff we've given, like early access that eventually became free and then the stuff we just gave for free mm. and i'm about to snatch the cat back because we gave a lot away we gave a lot away I'm just because like, our fans are worth it that's why so we have loyal fans that have been following us for two and a half years and we appreciate it look, because there's a lot of free there's a lot of free stuff and there's stuff like you eventually that eventually became free Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's something we need to do more. Just paid. What? What you got, bitch? I mean, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> wow. He said that, not me. So if you only get 50, 50 cent to the Patreon for me and none for Ronald Matters, I understand that. There's also <laughs> um, bonus content that ain't uploaded on none of the stuff. So text or tweet us, and we got pictures, videos. Yeah, my OnlyFans is gonna leak on Patreon excerpts. first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gay no more. Cool. Um, if you ain't got no money, huh? I understand completely. But make sure that you at least subscribe to the podcast and at least share the episode or comment so that we know that you are supporting and listening. That's we what really I can appreciate. Put that. me in that category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I can't do this job without you guys. Shade. And oh, shade. Because you love shade. Who? 
Okay. The student loans people just emailed me. <laughs> it's late at night, ma'am. Do y'all go to, do <laughs> tell y'all, them you're working right now. Somebody to get, get off at 11. Yeah, tell them you're working right now to get them their money. And so, Bitch. if you would also like to donate so Ronald Matter's student loans can get off his neck, <laughs> that is over on our Patreon as well. I really seriously just got a student loans email this late at night. Unfair to me as a woman. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much. Our affirmation this week, (laughs) bet on yourself. You're the best investment you could ever make. Bet that you will get that man, you will get that job, you will get that house, and you will get that situation that you deserve. A part of betting is making calculated investments, and calculated investments into self are the best investments that you can make. Invest in the things that will prepare you for the winnings you see in store. I can't hope to have a spectacular photo shoot if I'm not investing in my body in the gym or my skin with good moisturizers or good makeup girls. I can't hope to be this world-class model if I don't invest in myself. And so take that same energy and put it towards your job, put it towards your maybe relationships or finding a relationship. Paying off your car. Paying off your student Mm. loans. Um, invest in yourself You are the best investment that you can make I can't hope to be good on a job If I'm not investing in my resume Or in my certifications That will help me get in the door in the first place To the job that I want So if you're not investing time at looking at your resume Having professionals look at your resume Then you're not investing in yourself Make sure that you invest So that you can reap the benefits Of those investments in the future Invest in the stock of you and you will yield dividends in the future. That is our affirmation this week. That sounded classy as fuck. Um, last week, we are in our tepid topics now. Um, some of these is hot as fuck, though. Sorry. Let's breeze through them, because, girl. No. Some of them, mm-mm. I'm a, it's going to be a strong wind front on some of these. <clears throat> my, my baby hairs. Oh, oh, oh. Um, last week we reported on the video evidence of, um, the assault against Alicia Love, who is a trans woman here in the DMV area. And, um, like I said, the video was extremely crystal clear. The assailants were very identifiable by the video. And thankfully, um, there has been one 17 year old from Northwest DC that has been charged in connection with the attack and robbery. Um, of Alicia um, They have this Fox 5 has the story posted on their website um, And There is at least one person Already in custody for the crime So um, I wanted to start with that because that's great news Because typically These crimes go Unpunished And definitely not even listened to They fall on, on deaf ears When a trans person Definitely a, a trans woman of color comes to a police station is just it goes in one ear and out the other it doesn't matter how she files the report if she adequately filed the report it just goes the barriers, fuck away barriers it they goes the fuck away the barriers. but in the case of alicia love at least one person is gonna face some sort of justice again like i said last week um i want these people to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law and unfortunately it's young gay it's young black men Mm. Um, and I wish that that was not the story because I don't want to see young black men in the penal system anymore. But the actions of these young black men 
does not belong on our city streets, unfortunately. So um, I felt like we should definitely start there uh, mm-hmm. because we talked about that last week. Um, do you have anything? No. <laughs> I mean, like, girl, child, convict them. Char- what is it? Charge Char- and convict. Charge you know, and convict. Because they're already the, been, that one of them has been charged. He hasn't been convicted. We learned with these white police officers when it's a black victim that you got to do both. Yes, you got to get both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we also talked about um, Illinois becoming the fifth school to fifth state. Uh, yes, fifth state to have LGBT history being put into their curriculum and. Not even a week later, we got news that Maryland will be the sixth. Come on out. Um, and I am excited and absolutely here for it, obviously, because LGBT history is history. It is black history. It is white history. It is Native American history. It is Latino history. It is all of the histories because we encompass all of those banners. I want to say, because when I go to work and I do my job, I'm literally just slaying. It just so happens that I'm a black man and I'm gay. And you know they be so focused on, oh well, y'all got this gay nigger. Not that they, not that they openly do or say or explore those things. It's a self-perceived thing, but um, you know, like I'm just like really when I go to, I go to work. I do, I do my job and I slay at it. I just so happen to be all of these perceived minorities in social settings, and so I really do hope that when these school curriculums pick up, um. LGBT history, they recognize that Sweetie, she was going to slay whether she was gay or straight. She was just going to slay, or he was going to slay. They were going to slay because they were going to slay. Yeah, I hope that they don't whitewash it to the extreme that it's just Ryan White and then we close the book. Because that would be white as fuck. <laughs> um, so, kudos to Marilyn. Um, I'm surprised about that. I, my gay ass missed the headline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake up, girl. That's why we got here for a podcast because some girls may miss things. I missed the headline. That's okay. fine. That's fine. We got here for a podcast. Um, next, the Trump administration asked the Supreme Court to legalize firing workers for just being trans. Something As, about back in the. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was reported by BuzzFeed, of course. Mm, A brief filed by the Justice Department says federal law offers no protection to transgender workers who endure discrimination because of their identity. Mm -hmm. So this is not news, but they filed a brief to the Justice Department to say that transgender people ain't protected under no law. There's a reason they did that. On purpose. The Trump administration is trash. The Trump administration on Friday took one of its most aggressive steps yet to legalize anti-transgender discrimination by telling the Supreme Court that federal law allows firing workers solely for being transgender, arguing a Michigan funeral home could Mm -hmm. fire a transgender woman because she wanted to wear women's clothing on the job. If y'all don't get the fuck out here Mm -hmm. and vote. I understand that we can do like in-house fighting right now with um, it's gonna be black tit- on black crime. We can, this is like asking for things that we're the, Chicago, the black people in Chicago. Yeah, cool, but they don't have nothing to do with asking for like gun rights. 
Yes. We can fight in our own house with black on black crime, but what we're doing with police brutality is a whole nother thing, Jay Z. We're gonna get to Jay Z. We're gonna get that. I know we are. <laughs> we're gonna get to Jay Z next. <laughs> um, but the targeting of trans people in this country demands that every person LGBT and QIA BCDEFG. Okay. Y'all all have to be engaged in this process. It is tiring. It is depressing as fuck. But if we don't, we are next. Mm-hmm. If they are openly targeting trans women at the Justice Department, do you think another four years under Donald Trump they won't target your black gay the, the rest of the acronym? <laughs> The answer is yes mm. We have to be motivated And we do not need to let In party Fighting and bickering Tear us apart like it did the last time So the democrats have um, In party and bickering Then the LGBT community have the in party Bickering Is that uh, all of what Russia wanted? Yes Oh okay well that was a simple answer Yep sure was <laughs> Um. So my colorful commentary on that. Cool. Um, you know, it really got on my nerves because she lost and then she did her appeal. Um, she was already identifying as trans, but she was still wearing her male uniform to work. And then she was like, oh, girl, it's been like five years. I'm tired of like wearing this male uniform to work. I feel like I'm in at a place in my transition where I can still do my work pad. You know, like she had tried to put all the things in place before she even asked because she knew it was going to be some drama. Um, and then the funeral home director in Michigan mm-hmm. said um, it was against God. It was a disgrace to the dead. Um, he had said all these things that just were trash and fired her. And so she found her pro bono lawyer like, what? He said that? I officially represent you (laughs) I officially represent you Let's go get this girl's wig (laughs) So I mean I definitely definitely See the end I see the end result being um, Our trans sister getting justice Um, And I will continue To use my platforms Even though she's not a black woman Um, But if they're doing it to her they'll, They'll do it to me What and that's my colorful commentary. Okay. They do, do it to her. They'll do it to me. <laughs> in the in the famous words of Barack Obama, do not boo, <laughs> vote. Get registered to vote now. You know that they're gonna try to repress your vote. You know that they're gonna try to do, oh well, this girl didn't have the right ID. Get that shit in order now. We have one year to get it right. Organizing your communities. If you know your mama old. Make sure you go pick her up and take her to go get her goddamn voter registration and then take her down to go vote. Um, if you got time to be more of a community organizer, go down to the um, homeless area and ask if people got IDs, if they can vote, if they're registered to vote. You've got to be a part of this process because the other side is very much a part of the process. Yeah. They're very much a part of the process of getting people who are trans out of work getting people who are gay out of the workplace and making sure that they try to erase any accomplishment that we have had over the last 50 years. And you have to work just as hard to oppose it. I remember when I um, 
was in the hood when I was in high school, but then of course I became a better woman, and then I moved downtown. And I didn't change my voter registration, so I still had to figure out how I was going to get to the hood to go vote. I was like, Child, the downtown was still the hood. I should have changed my voter registration. Now is the time. Update your voter registration. Change your address online. They'll send you a new thing. So you don't even have to go to the hood no more. You don't even have to deal with those people. Wow. Hashtag. I just, that's just my own personal story. Quote unquote, those people. Wow. We're going to pretend. No, we're gonna I pretend. Mean, like, <laughs> You, I'm trying to help I you tell the story this. all the time about how I went down to the health department and the people looked at me like I was crazy. It doesn't matter if I'm heterosexual, bisexual, or transgender. You cannot look at me like I'm crazy because my experience here today determines if I leave and tell five friends that something is going on with you and you need to go see a doctor. And the only doctor you have is the health department. And those people at the health department looked at me like I was crazy, treating me like I was crazy. So it's not a go where you're comfortable. Go where you can tell five people to get out and go vote. Yes. Shit, ten people to go fucking vote. Shit, that way we get the other five people out down to the health department. Shit. Okay. Well, um, speaking of people that need to do work, um, Jay Z needs get out <laughs> right now. I am not comfortable fully. This Beyonce's husband. Okay. Right. I'm not comfortable fully canceling Jay Z. Because that's Beyonce's husband. That's that. Um, and then I saw a picture of him recently, and I was like, "Is he getting work done? He's starting to look like Beyonce." Vegan. Um, <laughs> Jay Z needed Parkwood's PR team to help with him, help him with this NFL rollout mm-hmm. because it was a flop out. It was horrible. It was like. Did he get the news the day before and then was doing this press conference with Charlamagne the God and all these other reporters and wasn't equipped to answer any questions, didn't know no answers to questions and was just like, oh, we just moving on. The movement is the fact that I'm getting a check now. Like, how is that the movement? The movement didn't help because it, it didn't help the movement because Jay-Z got a check. What is Jay-Z doing with the check? Those are the answers that we need to know. What is Jay-Z doing about Colin Kaepernick? What is Jay-Z doing about the NFL's treatment of black players and disrespect of them and taking of their rights and telling them that they can't kneel? What is Jay-Z doing about those things? Or is Jay-Z not doing nothing? Because if Jay-Z not doing nothing, cool, fine. Tell us that. But don't tell us, um, we'll see. (laughs) That's basically what Jay-Z said. We'll see. I'm like, no. We're trying to see now. You're having a press conference. This is the time to, to tell us. What do you have? Are you part owner of the Atlanta Falcons? And Colin Kaepernick is going to be the new quarterback? And we doing a Black Lives Matter? No they see him in here with no talking points. I missed this. Yeah, and they did. And he I sat next to... I so busy at work. I done missed all these. Ooh. And he sat right next to Roger Goodell. Who was that? The commissioner of the NFL. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard that is that. also a, right a Trump friend mm-hmm. and supporter. And... Um, uh, one of the guys that are that who led the no kneeling thing, led, right? Um, kneel then, backstage, don't kneel out on the field. What? All of that. So what? Roger Goodell is a poster child for all that problematic ass bullshit of the reason why we're the commissioner of the NFL, right? And he's sitting right next. Jay Z is sitting right next to Roger Goodell, Can't and point. pointing to other people in the in the audience. I think Charlemagne was the one that asked the question about. Um, well, what's next after kneeling? And then Jay Z responds with, 
Do you know what the kneeling protest was? Do you know? Do you know? He asked everybody in the fucking room except Roger Goodell because that's the only person that we need to know who needs to... Who Does he know? <laughs> because he knows the answer, but he don't agree with the answer. Because he's also been sued and um, find a judgment for his shenanigans with why Colin Kaepernick still has not been reinstated down to the um, HR benefits program. Because he ain't got no damn team he on. So why Colin Kaepernick still out here... And the girl's like, well, hold on, because, you know, like Jay-Z said, it's time for just kneeling. It's time for actionable items. And, you know, if Jay-Z Where's does the action, this, though? and then Jay-Z buys a team, then that means Colin Kaepernick will at least get a, a tryout. So, Weedie, I don't want no tryout down to the um, losing squad. I want a tryout for the New England Patriots, because they um, almost always win. I want a tryout for the... Uh, the New Orleans girls, because I always see about the black and gold team. Saints. And one more team. One more team. There's Tennessee always. Titans, because y'all ain't never won shit. So we, you try that. <laughs> Skip right over the Tennessee Titans. One more team. The New England Patriots. The New he could be a star girls. in Tennessee, because ain't nobody else there. You could be a star in Tennessee, girl. I was a star in Tennessee. I was a star in Tennessee. I was a star in Tennessee. But anyway. Um, so Sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie. Or the Miami Dolphins, because those colors would be cute on um, Colin Kaepernick's skin. That pink and that, like, baby blue. What's the color? It's green. The, well, I forgot what the colors is exactly. Green and orange. I could see him in that. Okay. That, he could do a GQ shoot. But here's the deal. Huh? Jay-Z just crossed a billion dollars, and um, that's with the help of Beyonce. Jay-Z does not have enough liquid money to be a major owner in any NFL team. Most of the major Blue owners. Blue Ivy not going to allow it, because Blue Ivy is like... So you going to spend more money on what? <laughs> so, that's that. He does not have enough liquid money, liquid assets, mm-hmm. to become a... Um, Majority owner of a team. Most majority owners of teams spend billions. He don't have billions. He got a billion. Hmm. Most of these uh, majority owners spend billions to get to the position of being a majority owner of the team. Mm-hmm. He don't got that. No shade. He got a billion. And Beyonce not letting him spend more than fifty thousand dollars. More than likely, I'm like girl, I'm allowance teeth. Here, take this little money. Go out there allowance and play, play with your play with your friends if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend on my goddamn money. I got an album coming up. Uh, B seven, <laughs> B seven. So he's not going to be a majority owner. He's going to be a minority owner, which a lot of millionaires in Hollywood and in music and all of that are. But minority owner means you don't get to make no decisions. Girls with fantasy leagues on their app. <laughs> minority owner means you get to make some money when the team has made some money and you get to go to all of the secret events for the team and shake all the players' hands and shit like that. You don't get to like make no decisions you of don't who's get hiring. To make no. I said what I said. And it wasn't no bullshit. Um you don't get to make no damn decisions <laughs> as a minority owner. So as I a literal want, minority, <laughs> as a minority, <laughs> oh, these white folks stuff and let you walk. Oh my god! So I would like Parkwood to get on this ASAP. I want Parkwood to clean this up. So, Weedy, Parkwood already have enough to do to manage one person with a global platform. I I think that they can do more than that because she Beyonce done. She on break right now. They done closed all the top shop stores. Ivy Park the time to deal with Adidas. Like, look, this is Parkwood's doing. <laughs> and that's why I know that they can fix this. 
they have got to remain focused. <laughs> the queen is on break. Because I don't need Beyonce to have a... Uh... Beyonce don't even want this negative PR herself. So that's why Parkwood needs to fix it. Because she fucking attached to this nigga now. Parkwood. Parkwood people. <laughs> Get on the line. <laughs> Literally, get on the line. Call get on the me. yes. Set up some meetings. Get on the main line, Parkwood people. Fix this. Call Jesus. All right, my next story is a little bit draining, but I got to get through it because I got to. Gracewood Baptist Church. Who? Great question. Gracewood Baptist Church. Oh, um, that picture you sent me. Sure did. Okay, See, cool. look at that. Look at that. You know stuff. Sweetie. I gave you. Sweetie. I gave you homework. It's important, unfortunately. Um, Gracewood Baptist Church needs some grace itself. And, some, and probably some wood. And some wood. I, that's literally the next word. In the butt. They that's, need some literally they need the next some word something. I wrote. And some wood, obviously, because neither is present in this supposed house of the Lord. House of the bullshit. Um, Gracewood Baptist Church is in South Haven, Mississippi, which is... Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> Which is a stone's throw from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So South Haven is basically Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> what? It really is. They closed, I, there was a rumor they closed the Walmart in South Haven. Do you know how big this is? No. Somebody had walked in there and <laughs> shot some people. Oh. But six people didn't die, so it wasn't a mass shooting. So I was, ah! And they don't even qualify for like Title IX benefits. Well, this story is not going to help your anxiety about the area as well. Um, Gracewood Baptist Church wrote my good sister uh, Mary a letter um, about her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. The letter says, Dear Mary, it's been about a year now since you left your church family to live in an unbiblical lifestyle with Olivia Jennings. Not that know my lover's name. At least they said her by her name. (laughs) Call us by name. Um, at the outset, I kindly but firmly reminded both of you that a homosexual relationship is forbidden in Scripture and against God's original design. For a professing Christian to live openly and unremorsefully in sin is degrading to the name of Christ, defiling his or her church family, and destructive to himself slash herself. I told you that the church could not allow you to live in unrepentant disobedience without addressing it. We love you too much to neglect you, but you wrote this motherfucking letter. Gracewood Baptist Church. There's a lot more in the letter. I'm not going to get into it, but that first paragraph Get out, and if you change your lifestyle, then you can um, text us or tweet us. Or call us back. And then we'll see if we'll take you back. First of all, what happened when Jesus got up on the cross? How did he end up down? I want to know what Gracewood Baptist Church thinks about Larry King. Because I want to know. As I opened, yeah, as I opened the podcast, it's so convenient to me that Christians miss their own sins when it's just a heterosexual person in the church. But when it's a homosexual person in the church, girl, you gotta get the fuck on away from here with that sinful shit. Ain't you in the same church sinning with me? Mm-hmm. Um, don't we supposedly love the same God that's gonna accept us into heaven because 
He bled on the I cross and died for my sins. I moved a nigga in my house. I thought that was wig. the same church. Don't the Baptists believe I that? I had a bastard child. I grew up in Baptist church, so I know what Baptists believe, Shrimp and I know that they believe good. in it. We just got through talking about football, and Lord knows how much education I got on football. Um, what playing with swine, shrimp? That's why I eat shrimp a lot now. I love shrimp. Get off your knees. I'm gonna get on my knees. Well, first <laughs> off, you know how much I'm gonna be on my knees tomorrow. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Gracewood Baptist Church, y'all get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. How about with this you? backwards Southern? Country ass bullshit that y'all you? wrote her a letter to tell her her homosexual lifestyle was just too much for y'all. Signed it in for y'all ink. church. Y'all barely got 35 fucking members. Get the fuck out of here. You should be accepting of every dollar that's coming in your church, even if it's a gay dollar. Drug addicts, they are sinners. Prostitutes, come to your church. Three fourths of the people that, that I'm fucking this month. <laughs> It's on there. I'm trying not to judge you. Judge me if you want. Well, first of all, I don't go to church. But shout out to my sister who thought she had found um, a family. Mm-hmm. A church home. Um, But it's just, it's it's a messy queen in that church. With speaking to, our audience knows. It's a messy queen in that church because Gracewood Baptist said in the letter that they had been watching her for a year. They know her lover's name. They know they live together. They didn't say y'all y'all don't come up y'all don't come to service on time or y'all don't come to service at all. Y'all don't pay it just, They or, just say I'm mad that y'all are in a relationship. South Haven, Mississippi don't have much that they could really kick a bitch out of. It's not like nothing fancy in First South Haven. Two hundred and fifty square feet. Man, you can't kick nobody from the, to the damn goalpost. You can't get two extra points. What, what y'all doing? What kind of fucking establishment does Gracewood Baptist Church believe that it is that they can kick a kick two lesbians out for living together in a happy relationship? A happy relationship that y'all have been happy to take their goddamn money for at least a year until now. They got one freeway <laughs> and they got 48,000 people according to the last census. I pray for all of my brothers and sisters in Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee, and Texas, and uh, parts of Florida as well. Because y'all put up with the most shit. Do you know how much I would have told them bitches that they can lick my ass crack from the front to the back after I just took a shit if they wrote me this motherfucking letter telling me that I can't be in their church because I live with a woman. Y'all get the fuck out of here with that. I'm not here for it. Um, Next, also heavy, unfortunately. Rest in power and rest in peace to Marcus Willoughby. Um... I pray the strength and The video of the guy dating I, the trans girl? Let me let me get there. Okay. I pray the strength and durability uh for his girlfriend who has been uh it's been reported her name is Faith. We don't know that for sure. He had that tattooed on her his across his, his face. Yes. Eyebrow. Yeah. Um and so we believe his trans girlfriend her name is Faith and um uh, Marcus had been targeted by Groups of allegedly cishet men. Um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly heterosexuals. <laughs> uh, 
because they're allegedly heterosexual. Because they are allegedly heterosexual. They are alleged because that's how Dia Queens act. And so that's why I put allegedly on that because it might be some motherfucking DL queens that put this shit on the fucking internet and trolled him the way that they did and and said, oh well you not she not a girl you suck dick oh you suck dick bitch you suck dick too that's how the fuck you know if you if you knew my tea about what dick I'm sucking or who I'm fucking and where I stay bitch how the fuck you know that you know it because you be traveling and doing the same shit in the same circles. So allegedly, sis hit me. Talk that talk. So this morning I woke up. Um, I kissed my beautiful man on the uh, mouth before he went to work. I did my typical Twitter research to get ready for here for a podcast, so I could break the news on some things that some girls ain't even talking about. We should be talking about, and I know everybody is already talking about this one, so I knew that we had to. Huh. But when I got through the story, read the comments, got all the context of the story, double checked the sources, I cried because it. This world is so fucking depressing, so fucking depressing that this is a real fucking story. One, depressing because people actually thought that this was funny at first. What? Read the comments. I, uh, and and so if you don't have the capacity I or the time, I understand not that reading type, the comments. That type of story, I don't read the comments. Like If it's something cute about K. Michelle, cool, read the comments. It's a cute little laugh. But when it's a uh, read the comments on like the death of something, mm 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 yeah. So, well, okay, what I I did it for you guys. It was trash. It was a full dumpster fire and everybody that was commenting was black and saying awful shit. It was horrendous. Um the person that originally posted it and made it viral trash. Again, allegedly sis hit. We live in a world where he was bullied slash trolled on the street for being in a relationship with a trans woman. And then, now, he said something problematic. He did call her a tranny. He was using language that, that they, they could, were using. That they could relate I just to, to make in sure that situation. Yes. I just want to make sure we covered that yes. part. He did. It was semi-problematic for him they to say that. They perceived the racial slur. Gender slur. G- yes. Um, but... Through the trolling, um, he was forced to admit his relationship with this transgender woman that uh, he's apparently been with for a while. Mm -hmm. And it led him to go back home and kill himself. Later that evening. And um, it was also reports that he had other mental health issues and, and illnesses and all of this viral attention of him being outed and talking about his transgender girlfriend on the internet compounded with all of that and he just decided to, t- to take his life. In South Philly. In, in Philly, yeah. <sighs> so, um, I can only imagine what his girlfriend is going through and thinking about right now. Um, I can only imagine what his family is thinking about right now. It just It may, my stomach hurts just thinking about this the the story or topic and I really wish I didn't have to bring it to you but I did because it's very important that we still talk about um the struggles of people dealing with um previous traumas and then getting more trauma tacked on on top of it without being in the care of a therapist 
um, and without having the resources to talk to somebody when you're in the middle of a crisis. So um, I, I put out this uh, suicide line before there, uh, on previous episodes. I'm going to do it again because it's very important. If you need it for yourself or if someone around you may need it. Um, the suicide line that you can text for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention is 741-741. If you just text G-O, the word go, someone will respond immediately. 741-741. They're trying to um, get it down to just three digits. So you don't even have to text the other 741. You just text 741 and um, someone will respond to you. And so if you're in the middle of a crisis like Marcus was um, and you feel like you're being pushed where you only have one option, please reach out and at least text somebody, at least call somebody, at least stop and think about the ramifications of tomorrow being without you. Please. All right. Um, next, we are recording this fucking episode late because we want to watch the season finale of Pose and give y'all a real time review of Pose, the season finale. Spoiler alert, we're going to try to remember to put in the uh, comments when the Pose finale spoiler is over, but here we go. Yes, so... This is the last episode of Pose. We ain't going to see them hoes again until next year. And apparently, it's going to be a time jump. Uh, allegedly, that's what some of the leaks are saying. And um, we'll see what they do next season. But we got this last episode to talk to you guys about. Um, the second that Blanca coughed in the opening scenes you of this so episode. You were so dramatic. I was because I have been saying it. And it almost came true. I was sitting down to pee. He was like, the show, the program is on. And I was like, okay, well, girl, let me wipe and then get up. Um, girl, if I could even get off the seat, use up as a woman, you just hear hollering. I'm like, oh my God, did she pass out? Did she, oh my gosh, I just don't even know. Did she, what's happening? And she coughed. Wow. What? You're dramatic. You're more dramatic than me. <laughs> Well, we all know what in... Mm. Mm. Explain yourself out of this one. Come on. I'm going to. Dramatic. I got this. You're dramatic. Um, In certain gay circles, when trying to depict sickness, that cough is is very easy to identify. A cough off to the side, off into a napkin so you can She also mm-hmm. she also looked sick. Her eyes, her makeup was different. Mm-hmm. She visibly looked sick and then the cough, mm-hmm. which is eerily representative of what AIDS patients started to look like before they went and deteriorated in the early 90s and mid 90s. It's out there. Y'all can go look it up yourself. But those things are synonymous with what the disease looked like when you was about to go to the goddamn hospital. Um, And I've been predicting all season long that Blanca wasn't going to make it. 
from the very first episode of this season, I had been predicting that Blanca was not going to make it. I saw where they were going with the AZT line. Mm-hmm. I saw where they were with the AIDS epidemic. Mm-hmm. And um, Pose likes to punch us in the nuts sometimes. And I saw where they were going. Um, again, spoiler alert. If you have not seen the episode, please fast forward or stop or pause. Go watch the episode and come back. Mm. But they almost killed Blanca down to the episode. They took us on an emotional roller coaster of her in hospital, and um, thankfully she made it. We'll get towards when we get towards the end of the episode. We'll we'll touch on that, but thankfully she made it. Electra was absolutely correct in reading Praytale about gays looking down and judging trans women without giving them a seat at the table. I thought that was awesome because it was true then, still true now. And unfortunately, we as a community have so much work to do with passing judgment on members of our community for not being passable or fishy or whatever the fuck you want to call it this week. Or not having money to buy the lace fronts with the center cut, a center part or being able to do the side swoop or for going to the beach in the beachwear that you want to wear instead of a bikini. We still have those same problems judging trans women, unfortunately, within our community. Or judging them because um, they got kicked out their homes and we didn't. Mm. Um, so I thought that was a great beat for them to cover uh, and watching um, the dialogue between Praytel and uh, 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 Electra. Um, I thought it was... Also a joke when the council got together and thought that the cure for that representation was for them to do a um, butch queens all up in drag. I'm like, no. What she's saying to y'all is a trans woman needs to be um, in these meetings and talking about um, ball culture and uh, being represented because y'all want us at the balls. Y'all need us at the balls. Why the fuck can't we be in charge of the balls? So I thought that was important that Electrica, Electra, Electrica, <laughs> come on out. That's that's Electra with that um, taser that Lulu had. <laughs> <laughs> Electrica, um, Electra was basically um, she built and sustained the ball community and was telling them queens that get it together, get it together. You gotta get it together. You 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 say you need me so much for. Um, this Think event and these events in the future. I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind. Come on, you had to tell them what's on your mind, Electra. She, yeah, and so she was trying to tell them all of that, but they still wasn't getting it that a, a, a female like Electra should be given representation in these meetings and deciding about what's going on in ball culture in New York City. It shouldn't, it shouldn't just be um, gay gay boys. Or men or old queens. It shouldn't just be them. Um, so I was happy to see that moment as well. Um, speaking of dusty gays, Angel had a dusty ass gay down to her um, photo shoot gig that decided to take revenge, quote unquote, on Angel because. She won some competition that Angel probably don't remember because Angel has won lots of competitions and balls and things like that. 
um, that since she beat him sometime far long ago, that he was going to out her to everybody in the modeling community, telling everybody that she's not a real woman, she's a drag queen, or she's a boy playing a girl, or, or all that problematic-ass bullshit he was saying. And... Um, Again, I still see how relevant that is today because unfortunately it's still messy, dusty ass gays out here that still do that bullshit of forgetting that trans women are your sisters in this community and you should not be walking around telling somebody else's business if you don't want your business told. I didn't, I don't, I didn't get, I don't get that behavior, but it was relevant for the show, relevant for the time then and definitely still relevant now. Um, I thought, um, Angel's pain over losing her modeling career, um, was also real and still happens. Uh, modeling is a fleeting job, a fleeting career. Sometimes everyone is not going to make it. Nope. Everybody is not going to be Naomi Campbell, Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks. $10,000. So, um, everybody's not going to get there, unfortunately, uh, Hetero, homo, or trans um, It's just a very, very hard industry um, I love that Poppy consoled her When she lost her gigs And he was her rock He really has stepped up this whole season And been such a good-ass boyfriend uh, Through her drugs Through her struggle Through her homelessness He has been such a rock to her And I appreciate seeing um, My Dominican brothers in that light Especially because now he's a talent manager. <laughs> Poppy talent got a job. Scouts. No, he's a it's talent manager. Oh, oh, he manages the talent. Oh, cool. Personalities. He got business cards. He got multiple girls that work under him. This is before Vistaprint.com. Okay, so that means he had to go down to the Kinkos and get this done and work Ooh. on his own design. Um, so Poppy is business fish now. He's uh, coordinating all the girls. Uh, to get their own modeling contracts And I'm absolutely here for it We need um, representation in the business Small business In LGBT the business small business And talent world <laughs> Yeah um, Ricky looks real comfortable in those heels <laughs> uh, I like that uh, Ricky Showed us his full His fully verse Top by a Butch queen realness Ooh. <laughs> Too many categories. Too many. He's, and the trans girls only got three. He's he's won many categories. And so he's got many, many categories. Um Is Damon too young to be a house father? So we got to towards the end of the episode and um Damon has come back because obviously he's got word that Blanca uh is sick and on her deathbed and shit. And Damon come back talking about he's sick and on her deathbed and shit. Wow. <laughs> Okay. What part was false? <laughs> um, he got worded all that, and he came back from his tour. He was over in Europe dancing with uh somebody, and oh, what a <laughs> come on, I want to feel the heat. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he came back from Europe and said that he didn't started a house of his own over in Europe, and he's the house father. I'm like. Sir, didn't you just you just left 
being somebody's baby boy yesterday. How you the daddy over it? Baby boy. Baby boy. <laughs> I don't get it. I I ain't get it. Um, I think Damien is too young. I think that they're um, pushing the series too fast. Um, if next season is going to be the last season, I am not here for it. I love this show. It, this show needs to be on more seasons. We had so many seasons of fucking um, The Office. Leads. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> what the fuck did that add to the, the social... <laughs> what did that add to the social fabric of TV? Nothing. Of culture. Like, real life culture. Not just TV. Real okay, life doctors. Yeah. Emergency rooms. Mm, terrible. Seen it before. I watched Doogie Howser. What that is? You don't know what Doogie Howser is? I was say, uh, I ain't never seen it. And we might have to you, keep it. You too, you too young to be a household. <laughs> we might need to keep it. I don't know if I've seen that before. If you don't know what Doogie Howser is, you I too... I even spell it. If you don't know what Doogie Howser is, you are too young to be a house father. Yikes. <laughs> this means I'm old enough to be a house father. Um, Angel and Poppy's engagement was so beautiful. Bye. 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 That's because you bitter. Cheese. You're a bitter Betty. Cheese. You're a bitter Betty. She got out of her buffer knees in the club. I was like, is she even about to whip it out and put it in her mouth? I was like, what? what first a- off. I was so confused. If she wants to, she could. Uh, first of all, <laughs> secondly. Mm. But mm, cheese, and I would watch. I don't know. So Janet Mox cast what? her boyfriend in this show. I'm all for giving your man opportunities, but I feel like this might be a little too close because we know that falling in love with people somebody on set is how um, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith happened. Yeah. Um. And Poppy. Slash well, who was it? Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And we see where that ended up. Six kids, six adopted kids, and a divorce. And bad PR. <laughs> they need Parkwood as well. Okay, coming back to um, <laughs> the category is Butch Queen up in drag for the first time. Huh. And pray tell looks like Angelina. Ba- Angelina. Angela Bassett. And y'all can't take that imagery out of my mind because as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, he, tra- he was going for Angela Bassett on this. I see Angela Bassett all in this. Um, I'm not sorry about that. Um, I'm glad I was wrong that Blanca did not die this season yet because mm. I still feel like she's going to die. Mm. Um, apparently, Blanca has turned out to be the Professor X. That is not nice. She's basically welcoming two new kids into her house of Evangelista, like Professor X was recruiting X Men. Like, oh, you got some talent? Come on over here. I got got a place for you. That is not nice. (laughs) If you are an X Men fan, you know what I'm talking about. So. The season finale of Pose was cute. It was very entertaining. I hope y'all loved it as much as I love it because we not going to get shit else as entertaining until Insecure come back. A black lady sketch show. Moving on. Um, hashtag arrest Ed Buck every week and every week that I have breath, I am going to make sure that we talk about arresting Ed Buck. 
Andrew Caldwell is still behind bars. No, he is not. <laughs> cool. And Ed Buck is free. <laughs> no, first of all, Andrew Caldwell had to go be fingerprinted and post bail. And then um, Ed Buck could call and tell the girls he coming. And they'll be using this shit on, that, um, shit on his fingers that's going to stay for three days. And take me to Burger King <laughs> on the way. Privilege. And he want to stop by Philippe. Because it's Los Angeles County. Yeah. So, um, I'm not letting go of the shit until I see him in handcuffs, unfortunately. Uh, and I don't see him And in I handcuffs. just would like to say out loud that I look at the hashtag Arrest Ed Buck every single week. And I don't even see our podcast listeners tweeting Arrest Ed Buck. It's cute if you can do some hashtag here for it or hashtag here for it hive, hashtag here for it pot. Y'all don't care about Arrest Ed Buck? The ghetto. The the ghetto. Yeah. Um, so this week and every, each and every week it is always hashtag arrest ed book over on here for it podcast. This week in social studies, I just wanna say take your time, literally. Okay? According to new research by the U.S. Travel Association, American workers fail to take 768 million days of paid time off, which is an increase of 9% from 2017. So I'll see y'all skip the 2018 number. Cool. Um, and 236 million of those hours were completely forfeited. You know, some jobs have those use it or lose it. Uh, 268 million hours. Y'all just say, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's lose it. What? Huh? Trends show that individuals working in business services or, health- or healthcare industries were more motivated to avoid burnout than Americans employed in other industries. I know definitely speaking as a healthcare um, woman myself um, who um, cleans and sweeps and mops and things. You do? Sweetie, I have to avoid burnout. I get tired of mopping the flow. <laughs> I, get t- I get tired of thinking of numbers and shit in Excel spreadsheet. I can't think of all the... I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. There's a rumor, according to this um, 2019 report, that people are earning more PTO days than they are taking. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that don't sound like the truth to me. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Well, in closing, I just want to say, make sure you guys go to tripzard.com. Um, they have a Tripzard has a 10 question quiz It's way better than taking a BuzzFeed quiz To find out which Game of Thrones character you are But Tripzard You answer 10 questions I'm Tyrion <laughs> And that's not cause I'm short It's like which insecure character are you All y'all is a 6'5 dude Who cheated on his wife All y'all are It's everybody They have an open relationship <laughs> And then Jadena got on the breakfast club He looks just like him to me you know, somebody, he was in they a, do a polyamorous relationship as well, and then they tried to. Then of course Charlemagne and the light skinned boy on the other side was trying to. Oh my gosh! So you were in a homosexual relationship? No, there's more to a relationship than just the sexual component of it. 
But anyway, those problems. Well, I'm glad that he stopped by and dropped knowledge because at least they had to Google after Educated that. the girls because they have iHeartRadio and they are distributed around the nation. Anyway. Around the world. Tripsart.com. Answer 10 questions related to your adventure level. Like, girl, yeah, I can go uh, jump off a building. Yeah, let's go zipline it. Or like, girl, look, I'm looking for the mini pity spot <laughs> and I'm going to sit by the beach. So, um, and then they also ask about your budget, which are, that's important when you travel. Poor. <laughs> the budget is poor. And your food taste level. Like, that. Tripzart has some really cute questions. Um, and then they give you um, a roundup of, like, oh, we think you might like this, con- this country on this continent or this place on this place. And, you know, like, well, this one, we see that you're more of an adventure-level fish, but you don't have the kind of coin fish so this might be better for you and here's two or three places you can go so shout out to Tripzart because I was like mm, okay I see two islands I need to visit but I need to make sure my passport is up to date which two islands do I remember cool and this social studies <laughs> this week take your time literally okay because we need to stop giving up all of our pto love takes time that was the song for my soul last week. i'm not looking for no love but okay my adventure you, level is low i want to take off work and i want to not you be looking for love with somebody else's husband What's going on in sexual health this week? <laughs> that. <laughs> that. That's what's going on in sexual health. Close your legs to married men. Who's married? I'm not married. <coughs> to them. I'm not, I don't have my legs up to any married men. I see Jose Cuervo in front of me right now. Um, <laughs> your, 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 your Popeyes. Your legs are open to Jose Cuervo? The, spicy chicken, the first of all, this spice, today's spicy chicken sandwich was trash, but the other one was really good. It's just about location. Location, but location. Yeah. Location. We gotta go to the hood and get one. Shout out to Popeyes and the spicy chicken sandwich, aka me. Um, <laughs> this week in sexual health, I wanted to talk about a word that I just learned, and I'm in these streets all the time, and I know stuff sometimes. Oh. Um, and I have always referred to uh, PEP, post exposure prophylactis. As PEP and nothing other than But this year um, PEP and NPEP N as in November N NPEP Uh huh NPEP N-P-E-P I go to the conferences and stuff What the fuck is the NPEP? It came out in June January 2019 Uh, So we're a little bit late to the term um, But it is a um, acronym that stands for Non-Occupational Post-Exposure Prophylaxis Prophylaxis. Oops, shit. Um, the term is new because they are differentiating uh, PEP versus NPEP. So PEP is Six post workers. Yes. So PEP is for um, anybody that may have had a a exposure to HIV through occupational means, um, and NPEP. Is for people that have been exposed to HIV through um, condomless sex or sharing a needle uh, with a person that has HIV or didn't know that they had HIV. He took me to Applebee's for the one dollar margaritas, and I had got gone. Okay. And now I need pip. Oh well, right. Put that in your book. Those one dollar margaritas, I heard, are really like will get you there. I don't know. And I'm like, well, girl, they are one dollar margarita down to the Applebee's. What you think it was going? 
<laughs> no, that sounds like what's that? Um, that sound, they put four loco in there. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, so MPEP is uh, post exposure prophylaxis. Prophylaxis. I don't know why I keep wanting to say prophylactics. Prophylactics is nursing. Concepts. Yes. Um, is post exposure prophylaxis for uh, condomless sex or sharing a needle where you may have been subjected to HIV? Um, or in the cases of sexual assault as well. Um, it's important to know that the medications used for NPEP um, must be started within 72 hours after the incident occurred to be effective. Okay. Again, NPEP for occupational use, meaning you are a nurse fish, you are a phlebotomist, and you're working with HIV positive patients, and you just took their blood and you fucked oh. around and stabbed yourself with the needle. Mm-hmm. So you need to take these precautions within the seven, 72 hours to ensure that work didn't just give you HIV. Yeah. So Also, are they trying to say I can't find my work claim? Because I'm still filing my workers' compensation. Do all the above. Sweetie. Do all the above. Um, What's big other than this... Um, Wow. <laughs> Your baby here. <laughs> I'm about to say some problematic stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's important to know in sexual health the differences between the two. And if you are a victim of sexual assault or have had a wild night, <laughs> uh, post-exposure prophylaxis is available in every emergency room and trauma center in the country. And MPEP is available if you are a worker that is working close to cool. HIV I like that. communities and may have been exposed to HIV um, unknowingly or knowingly. Uh, but you must start it within 72 hours uh, for it to be effective. Songs for your soul. What do you got, Marianne Williamson? I was gonna say because my playlist. <laughs> oh. I Do you dr- want to tell the children about that? I on Patreon this morning we announced um, the NYC nineteen playlist, and then shortly after, um, down to the Twitter, it was like the official Marianne Williamson rally playlist. Marianne, scoop. So let's put our little playlist out for the uh, for the nine nine and the two thousand eight. You want to copy? But shout out to So to be clear y'all He's saying Marianne Williamson Copied off of his playlist In case y'all didn't get that Shout out to Dunn Walk By Steph Dunn. She said girl You walk in the room like a Dunn You are a bitch You are a boss bitch You want every motherfucking thing Dunn Walk Walk into the room and own it By Steph Dunn. And then um, shout out to King, Com- King Combs Who is Diddy's son He has a song called Surf which is a cute little, mm, you know, what are the words? Who knows? <laughs> is it like a teeny bopper thing? King Combs is probably 20. <laughs> yeah. I know he's fine. I just don't know what the music is like. At least he's an adult. Thank God he's an adult before you said that. Um, and the last song um, that I want to shout out is the whole Fever mixtape by Megan Thee Stallion. Because there's at least four, so- five songs. Half of the mixtape is on the playlist, so... Shout out to So the song for your soul is The whole thing Okay The whole thing The whole thing Alright And go to Patreon.com It's your birthday Forward slash Your four pod 
and get the playlist. He ain't do no homework, so it's his birthday. He just wanted to get First drunk. First of all, well, if I had to pick a song, well, Dunwalk is the song for my soul. Because walk into the room like you own it, bitch. Especially when it's your fucking birthday. Shout out to Dunwalk by Steph London over in the UK. Because she fucking did that. Oh, she I did. didn't realize that was Your pussy was 10 out of 10 from the time you was born. Duh. Put that down. Duh. And anybody else who doubted your fucking pussy, them hoes dead anyway. So, you know, she was just talking that talk. She's like, the Is this Nick- a white woman? No, she's a black female rapper. She's like the Nicki Minaj of the UK to me. I don't, because I don't really know a lot of all of the whole UK female rap scene. But when a new Steph London song comes out, I'm like, gotta listen to it. I gotta hear it. I, okay. I gotta see what she gave. Steph London is that girl. Okay. Work. The song for my soul this week is a classic from 2008. <laughs> Come on out, Danny K was out back then. We don't know this. A different, Welcome to the dollhouse. This is a different league of music. <laughs> this is a different league of music than that shit. Um, this is the song for my soul because, like I said earlier, I want Parkwood to get in the game. And this was when Parkwood was we at its race. <laughs> and I'm gonna need two more. I'm gonna need two more people working next to me. They just expect so much of us at work. I'm just like, oh, I need to take my time off. You don't work at Parkwood, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Every night, I rush to my bed with hopes that maybe I'll get a chance to see you. When I close my eyes, I'm going out of my head, lost in a fairy tale. Can you hold my hands and be my guide? Clouds filled with stars and cover your sky. cover your skies. Yeah, uh-huh, there we go. Uh-huh. And I hope it rains. Uh. You're the perfect lullaby. What kind of dream is this? Ah! You could be a sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare. Either way, I don't want to wake up from you. Sweet dream or beautiful nightmare. Somebody pinch me. Your love's too good to be true. My guilty pleasure, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, 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 Baby, uh. long as you're here, I'll be floating on air. Because you <laughs> you can be my sweet dream or my beautiful nightmare. Either way, I don't want to wake up from you, John. Song for my soul, Sweet Dreams. Um, the girl wrote this shit and recorded it. In 15 minutes. Let me hear that one more time. That was fucking poetry. And then she she sung her voice into a microphone. And put out this work of art. Background vocals. Her. She did her own backgrounds. <laughs> in 15 minutes. It takes a lot of y'all faves 15 years to get a hit. And y'all want to debate with me about Beyonce? Huh. I Am Sasha Fierce, the album, um, came out 11 years ago. And I'm just, I am, I'm going to stand for the rest of my life. And can't nobody tell me shit about it. Sweet dreams. Song for my soul. This week and every week and almost every, uh, every year. Huh. Watch the video if you ain't never watched the video. What are you here for this week? Um, 
I'm here for the original Catwoman to me. So there was a white woman that played Catwoman when Batman, the TV show. <laughs> I like Catwoman to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Julie Newmar, um, who is famous in um, Tu Wong Fu and famous from. Yeah, well, to the, the younger generation don't know what the fuck Julie Newmar did. I don't have no clue. See, I don't have no clue. And I'm an old bitch, and I know that uh, she played Catwoman, and then she did some other acting things. And then they said she uh, used to fuck around Hollywood. So that's what I know about Julie Newmar. Uh, apparently, Julie Newmar um, was a diva down to the set, and either she got fired or she quit, whatever the case may be. In, uh, in, in comes Eartha Kitt, a black woman. And when I say black, I mean unapologetically black panther. No. She said what the fuck she said and she meant it and she researched it before she said it. She was nothing problematic about Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt was getting hosts together back in the 60s and that's where we're going. Um, The real Catwoman uh, speaks truth to power. And at the height of her career, she was invited to the White House uh, to speak with, at the time, President Lyndon Johnson and Lady Bird, the First Lady, <clears throat> in 1968. Eartha Kitt is the first woman, first person, to have ever been recorded saying the words Black Lives Matter and was saying it directly to the President of the United States of America and the First Lady. Uh, she openly protested the Vietnam War that sent thousands of black and brown boys and girls to their death in an attempt at policing the world, which we are still attempting to do in 2019. Eartha Kitt at the time was Catwoman on the famous Batman TV show, which like this was, she would have been um, Viola Davis in our current time. Like she's that girl, she's on TV. There was no bigger and better place that a black woman could be than where Eartha Kitt was in the society at that moment. And she didn't give a fuck about her place in, in society. She knew that she had a word in her spirit and she had to tell it to the President of the United States and the First Lady because they was doing fucked up shit. And though the TV show was extremely popular, she was extremely popular. Uh, and she even got the invitation to come in the, into the room. A lot of other celebrities would just go into the room and just clap and smile, take a picture and go home. Eartha Kitt stood up and said for the first time ever Black Lives Matter and said so many other things that shut them the fuck up. They had to send Eartha Kitt home. In a cab, she originally got car service when she was uh, invited to the White House, but upon her exile from the White House, they uh they took back, they snatched back that, that car service, and uh, Eartha Kitt had to take a cab from the White House to get home. Um, I'm absolutely here for it because we need more Eartha Kitts today. Um, if Viola Davis, if Halle Berry, any other black actress in Hollywood would stand up and say what's right to Donald Trump, they would be doing this country a service. Is it their job? No. 
but I am looking to black women to save this country and we need more black women like Eartha Kitt. Hopefully we find some. I'm absolutely here for Eartha Kitt this week. I am absolutely here for next Friday. Celebrity stylist Jason Bolden and his interior designer husband, Adair Curtis, will premiere their Netflix series, Styling Hollywood. The hashtag Black Gay Love is displayed all over the marketing, and I love it. There were some people on Twitter that said, I'm just going to watch it just because it's hashtag Black Gay Love or Black Gay Magic. And I was like, y'all should have been, y'all should have been doing that. Y'all should have did that anyway. But anyway. It's above you. They work with Ava DuVernay, Yara Shahidi, Eve, and Jenny Mock in the trailer. So, um, August 30th, down to the Netflix. Check out... Are they remodeling? What are they doing with them? Are they remodeling um, their One person is a person who works with the celebrities to do clothes. And another person... And um, I think it's Adair Curtis who does homes for celebrities. So oh, they, it's like Queer Eye. They do, they, do, they do a lot of work. Okay. So, um, I couldn't even um, name all the celebrities in the trailer because I don't know who all of those people are. But they do a mix of homes and they do a mix of fashion and they do everything. And they have their um, empire. So shout out to a black gay couple building their empire. Snagging their Netflix deal because uh, I can't imagine being down to the imagining the pussy I got to throw on my man when we book this Netflix deal. Like damn. My pussy and your dick. So we got to put this together to make some magic tonight. <laughs> so uh, how you doing? We got to make heirs. <laughs> we need heirs to, to this. this throne. Yeah, to this okay. kingdom. So shout out to Styling Hollywood premiering on Netflix on August the 30th. Make sure you guys pay your bill. Um, yes, let this subscription come out of your account when it's the last $10 in, in there. And just don't get lunch that week. It's spaghetti in there. <laughs> It is time for our last call. Um, if you have your Dasani waters, your coffee, there is some kind of tea that I'm hoping is still in the break room when I get to work tomorrow because I did not get to take a picture of it. I got to take a picture of that tea. I'm going to go to the store about it. Get you some kombucha. <laughs> the people down to the, the hospital where I work at, thumbs up. They be knowing where all the good snacks at. Oh, fat people. No. Oh. They want to have the cliff bars and... <laughs> you said good snacks. Anyway, it is our last call this I week. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, if you have uh, Dasani kombucha or alcohol available, please pour yourself a shot and take a shot with us. <sighs> All right. So again, um, we will be in New York City this weekend um, on the twenty fourth at five p.m. In Hell's Kitchen at Boxers. Mm-hmm. Um, first come, first serve for shots. First come, first serve for merch. But I will be signing titties and pussy all night long. What is your last call? I wanted to say that. Why you say it? Oh, what your ugly is. Um, semi-spoiler alert. Shout out to Pose for ending in a better place this season than it did last season. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, and shout out to um, Ballroom Leadership. Because they understood that they had to give the girls a platform. They tried to on episode three. They tried to deny. 
we should grow and learn and be better people. But they eventually got it together by the season finale. So, um, shout out to Blanca for setting all of her kids up for success and all the things they accomplished. A choreographer, one's a choreographer, the other one's a model. You know, she got some career tribulations, but she's gonna make it through. Um, we hope. And then, you know, and they did the foreshadowing of uh, stories of girls from trans past and from spoiler alert. So just shout out to Post ending in a better place this season than it did, and doing their homework. They did a lot of homework this season. That was a lot. Everything was everything was a reference. Like even the girl um, getting exposed down to the um, photo shoot, that was a reference. I was like, wow, 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 wow. Type that out. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> And we don't ask these heterosexual shows to do half that goddamn homework. Woo. <clears throat> um, my last call is to Univision. Univision um, is uh, the Spanish language network uh, that transmits across the world mm-hmm. all kinds of Spanish TV from news to um, comedies, sports, entertainment, dramas, Mm -hmm. and last but not least, telenovelas. (laughs) They now have made history with the very first telenovela about a same-sex couple. Um, It's a coming-of-age story in El Corazón Nunca Si Equivoca. My heart is never wrong is the name of it. Oh, I like this. Teleparities. Yeah. Um, it is a spinoff of Juan Osorio's telenovela Me, Marido, Tien, Mas Familia. My husband has more family. Whoops. <laughs> and tells the love story of two young men. Um I cannot pronounce those names. Girl. <laughs> and I speak a little bit of Spanish. We love you guys. This is amazing. Um, as they move uh, through Mexico for college, and one is a, mu- a musician, that and the other spinoff. <laughs> and one is interested in politics. The series will explore the challenges of being gay in Mexican society, and um, I know firsthand that there are lots of parts of Mexico that are very progressive, very Western, mm-hmm. and very gay friendly. And it's um, unfortunately overshadowed by everything else that goes the on Catholic in, in community. the fucking what. Um, <laughs> that goes on in Mexico with drug cartels, <laughs> sex trafficking, and shit like that. That is the bad things that Mexico is known for. But no one talks about um, the beautiful beaches, the beautiful places that are gay accepting, the great party places, the great islands, the beautiful and welcoming Spanish people that. Um, just it's so much. If you've never been to Mexico, go go to Mexico. Uh-huh. It's so much. I'm going for Labor Day. I'm gonna have a ball. I don't know if I think we may have to take a break that week. I'm gonna be on vacation. I'm here for it. I'm gonna be on vacation. So while y'all hoes is in Atlanta, have fun. I used to be there. I don't do that no more. I'm gonna be on vacation. It's nothing wrong with hoeing in Atlanta. It's fun. I remember. Protect yourself and protect your energy. Take your chuvada. And guard your peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Here For A Podcast this week. We greatly appreciate it. Um, This episode is coming to you right now. 
because we wanted you to get your polls review on time. And you did. So thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share with your communities. And we will see you huh? in New York this weekend. Huh? And then we will see you next week. Huh? Bye. Bye.